Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 314 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we conclude this week's study of Come Follow Me, looking at Doctrine and Covenants section 128 um, in, the se- in the week of se- section 125 to 128 in November the 1st, November the 7th. Um, we're carrying on from where we left off yesterday and going to verses 17 and 18. And here, the Prophet Joseph Smith includes uh, that section from Malachi, which, of course, as we know, is the only section which is included in all four of the standard works in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It's found in the in the Old Testament itself uh, in Malachi. Um, it's referred to uh, in the Book of Mormon, um, in the in kind of the introduction where we have the... Um, testimony of the prophet joseph smith uh, but also uh, it's referred to later in the uh, text itself by the savior uh, when he in his visit to the americas of course we have it in the doctrine and covenants a few times uh, and of course in the pearl of great price in the joseph smith history so we have this section uh, come up a number of times and in verse 18 it says i might have rendered a plainer translation to this but it's sufficiently it is sufficiently plain to suit my purpose as it stands it is sufficient to know in this case that the earth will be smitten with a curse unless there is a welding link of some kind or other between the fathers and the children or upon some or some subjects or other and behold, what is that subject? It is the baptism for the dead. For we without them cannot be made perfect, neither can they without us be made perfect. Um, we have this great blessing, as I referred to at the end of yesterday's episode, to be made more sanctified, more pure, more cleansed in this work that we do. And it begins not in the temple, uh, in the baptismal font, not even in the holding of a temple recommend, but in the searching out of those names of those ancestors, that dedication, that desire uh, to bring them closer to the Saviour is an important part of this. And of course, as we um, take part in this, we can also share the blessings of it with our family as well, and they can engage further. Um, President Henry B. Eyring said, quote, It used to be a rare but welcome exception for you to bring the names of their own ancestors to the temple. Now this is the norm, and it is very often the young people themselves who found those ancestors. In addition, many youth have give, discovered that giving of their time to do family history research and temple work has deepened their testimony of the plan of salvation. It has increased the influence of the Spirit in their lives and decreased the influence of the adversary. It has helped them feel closer to their families and closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. They have learned that this work saves not just the dead, it saves all of us." Close quote. One fairly recent change in the uh, working, at least in the temple that we attend in in Preston, England, um, but I'm sure in many other temples across the world as well, is that now when it comes to the baptistry, um, the the temple doesn't provide a whole list of names for the the youth that go to a baptistry session to to, to baptise people. Um, The ward have to bring their own names. Um, And whilst at first this seemed quite a daunting task, actually it was um, a great blessing really. It became apparent that, you know, if you had each individual attending, both youth and and those supporting uh, those youth, if each individual brought a couple of names, suddenly you would have a good couple of dozen or a few dozen uh, names to work through. Um, and I think that, you know, depending on the size of your group, that, that number can increase dramatically. Um, and it is such a more sweet experience when it is for those ancestors that belong to you, that are part of your family generation. Um, when we've had a number of beautiful um, experiences in doing the work for our own um, ancestors. 
but of course, you know, this is such a great blessing for the members of the church. And you could see the excitement that they had. In verse 19, the prophet Joseph Smith says, Now, what do we hear in the gospel which we have received? A voice of gladness, a voice of mercy from heaven, a voice of truth out of the earth, glad tidings for the dead, a voice of gladness for the living and the dead, glad tidings of great joy. This is a wonderful blessing. And once you gain a testimony and an understanding of how the Saviour can be in your life and how you can be a disciple of him and the joy that brings you, how much more is that joy when it is extended to your loved ones who have gone on before you as well? President Russell M. Nelson said, quote, Through service in, in the temples, the concept of courtesy to its companions can be nobly extended to those who have passed beyond the veil. Even when death's veil separates us from parents who gave so much that we might be, their righteous influence continues with us. And as they watch from windows of heaven, from windows of heaven, their mornings will be brighter if they can truly say, as did the apostle, I have no greater joy than to hear that my, than, that my children walk in truth. Close quote. It really is a great blessing uh, to have the temple and the, the the doctrine that you know the ordinances and covenants that we enter into are available to all those who are on the earth and all those who have passed beyond the veil who didn't get the opportunity as well. But of course, you know, the great joy and blessings and, um, you know, promised things that came from the restoration didn't just have to do with temples. There is, um, the, the prophet then writes further things that have happened along the way uh, in the restoration. He talks about glad tidings from Camorra, Moroni, an angel from heaven, declaring the fulfillment of the prophets, the book to be revealed. The, a voice of the Lord in the wilderness of Fayette, Seneca County, declaring the three witnesses to bear record of the book. The voice of Michael on the banks of the Susquehanna, detecting the devil when he appeared as an angel of light. The voice of Peter, James and John in the wilderness between Harmony, Susquehanna River and Colesville in Broome County on the Susquehanna River, declaring themselves as possessing the keys of the kingdom and the dispensation of the fullness of times. Um, of course, you know, this is referring to the restoration of the priesthood. Um we have so many things that is then listed in verses 20 and 21 that we, of course, have spoken about most of them uh, in our um, in our study. And there's one or two which uh, we perhaps don't know as much about, um, mostly uh, in verse 21. And again, the voice of God in the chamber of Old Father Whitmer in Fayette, Seneca County. Um, you know, what was being said then or which, which uh, experience is it being referred to here? I'm not 100% sure, um, but it's kind of... Um, like when we have in the Book of Mormon, the experience of um, Abish, who talks about her father and the um, converting experience that he had, you know, we don't get that. Uh, and so it'd be interesting to, to hear of the experiences that aren't recorded. And again, as a reminder to us to, to need to record our experiences. But overall, in verse 22, he says, Brethren, shall we not go on in so great a cause? Go forward and not backward. Courage, brethren, and on, on to the victory victory let your hearts rejoice and be exceedingly glad let the earth break forth into singing um this is such a joyous and such a jubilant um invitation to disciples of christ um to share this wonderful news elder d todd christopherson in sharing this section then said quote our charge extends as far and as deep as the love of god to encompass his children of every time and place our efforts on behalf of the dead bear eloquent witness that Jesus Christ is the divine redeemer of all mankind. 
His grace and promises reach even those who in life do not find him. Because of him, the prisoners shall indeed go free. Um, we are truly blessed to have the restored gospel in our lives. And it is something which, you know, at times we are very easily um, able to forget just how fortunate and blessed we are. And I suppose that that is because, you know, life is difficult. Trials do come despite the fact we have the gospel in our lives. But the knowledge that we can have this blessing as a family for the eternities to be welded together, to be joined together and to experience celestial joy and peace and glad tidings from the Saviour is a huge thing. And it's something that the world sorely needs. You know, when we have this world, which at this moment in time is worried and concerned about threats to the climates and to the planet itself, where we have a world that is so focused and so swirled in deception and um, fake news, to, to kind of to use a, a common term, uh, where things are not as truthful as they seem or, they sh or as they should be, uh, where we have a world that is threatened with wars and rumours of wars, this news is such a great blessing. And so why not? As uh, President Ballard invited the saints in the UK and Ireland um, just last week uh, to share this. And um, I liked how his invitation didn't necessarily just focus on inviting a person to an ordinance or to, to be baptised, but it was simply to pray with that desire to share that testimony with someone. Um, it's such a great, great um, blessing. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, we'll continue with our studies uh, tomorrow when we take a pause from our Come Follow Me study. Please do join us for that uh, and please continue to share the podcast and uh, review it. That would really help um, get the word out further. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.